Commodore is keeping up with you. No computer for you. You, back to the line. Dr. Absolito. Man behind the Absolito. 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 Remarkable story of the return is not so much about all that he did, and he did a very great deal. It was about what God and then to draw some conclusions with regards to the seed. Hey, oh, on? how you doing, bro? How's it going? It's going loud. I'm here with the band next door. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so. Yeah, I just got off the Bill Hurd meeting. It was great. No, oh, that was good, man. Yeah, sorry, bro. I'm stuck here at the studio until later on tonight. We'll work on a project, so. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, I just figured I'd call you. I got a few minutes, so. I yeah, wanted man. to touch base. Yeah, how you doing? Yeah, how was it? It was great. A lot of different memories of Commodore and then Amiga and that whole era of computing. So it was just, he was taking any question and uh, it was a lot of uh, reminiscing, you know. Awesome, man. Absolutely. Yeah, bro. So, what's that? So what a great goal for you as well. What a great goal, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, talk to the icons and created stuff, you know? Yeah, it's fun to get, you know, and to run into them at the show. I ran into Bill in Chicago last year. You were saying? Yeah, so that was nice when he yeah, showed up. Yeah. And he said, you know, you guys are hold, upholding the history. You yeah. guys are doing a wonderful job, you know, because wow. we got a real cool. family. You know, yeah. like we're a family of people that that's like, great. No, that's great. Yeah. You, you know, I don't know how to explain it. Not to get mush. That know that word, you know, it's like, it's, you know, you know, it's just one of the things, man. 50 years of history, nobody even know the Commodore basically created it all, you know. Right. And there's certain programs that, once again, the Commodore kind of created that, you know, and... Uh, like the toaster. Nobody's gonna know about the toaster. You know? Yeah. yeah, that's how we started doing video and graphics and music, you know? Yeah. On that, you know. The toaster was way better, I keep telling people, man. It was one of them things. It was just because it was uh, Final Cut, which is like the uh, equivalent of. Uh, oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, Final Cut is the equivalent of uh, basically. 
basically, uh, in, in music, what do they have? They have, what is that, what program? I can't think of it is, you know? But anyway, yes. So it's good that you guys are talking history and being able to keep it alive. Definitely, so you know, keeping the, and recording these, archiving them, you know? Because yeah. now it's part of the historical record, you know? And a lot of this technology is gone. You know, like most technology becomes obsolete. So to yep. talk to the engineers and the people uh, is cool. And then I got um, Fuzzy Bad in February is our next guest. And then the who two... Who is Which one? Fuzzy Bad. Okay, who is he now? Uh, she's my friend. She's a programmer from Chicago. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, or the pet. And then I got to play her game. So we got her in February. Awesome. And then... The two legendary uh, Commodore 64 musicians, Chris Husselbeck and Jaron Tell. And those are the big, when you think about the biggest names in Commodore songwriting, aside from Dr. Obsoleto, I'm just kidding, um, it's it's Chris and Jaron. And um, I'm good friends with Jaron. He's from the Netherlands and he's Danish. and uh, or, or Dutch, I'm sorry. Um, excuse me if I get that wrong. I apologize. But uh, yeah, Jaron and then Chris, and uh, that's coming up. So, yeah. J E R. Okay. Okay. Yeah, every major game that you've ever imagined, like Outrun. Yeah. Do, you remember, do you remember Outrun with the, uh, you know, the the car game, race uh-huh. car game? Yeah. Yeah, that's his soundtrack playing there, uh, and. Okay. Um, cool. He's done a lot of games, game music. So um, I'm going to have him. And uh, I, I connected with him recently, and he was just thrilled. He's like, anything you want, anything. And I said, let's make this happen. And uh, he wants to come to the United States at some right. point. So, uh, yeah, bro, I just wanted to connect with Detroit, see what's going on. And uh, yeah, just uh, at the studio tonight, finishing up a couple things. Uh, I got some exciting things going on ourselves. Uh, kind of working late night tonight, so you know, sorry I couldn't listen in, but I will definitely listen to the podcast. I'm sure that you, Detroit, well, please, yeah, Detroit, Absolito, that um, has gotten the the highest listens recently. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. So thanks for sharing. Keep sharing because. Hey. I will. I you will know, always do that. Um, that's cool. You know, like get it out and yeah, have absolutely. get absolutely. the word out. You know, I appreciate it. Thank yeah, you, yeah. man. All right. So you're working on real tapes, real sound. I wish. Yeah, I wish. Huh? No. Uh, doing the digital thing. We're actually uh, getting all. I'm actually doing a bunch of paperwork right now, but we're getting our oh. little season ready here because we got a new. Uh, like it's gonna be an open mic thing here. Oh, yeah. we're gonna have different talent come out. We're gonna record them, and then we're gonna be able to use it for bookings, but also we're gonna use it to promote them. So pretty exciting. Motor City, huh? Motor City, man. When you when people say Motor City music, what comes to mind? I'm sorry again. Motor City music. What comes to my mind? Yeah. Oh well, the MC5. <laughs> 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 we're from Lincoln Park. Um, I mean everything. I mean, there's all kinds of music. I mean, it's, it depends on what level you want to be into. You know, I mean, it's like everything from 
Parliament Funks, Motown, you can, you know, and, uh, you know, obviously MC5, Iggy Pop, House Music, you know, you got Juan Atkins, you know, you know, Mike H. Nash Clark, all the fellas, you know, it's got just tons and tons. Okay, I, I was thinking one day what I'm going to do is I'm going to list all the music actually from Detroit, um, and it affects tan on people, and then there's probably about a good 150 artists that are in and around Detroit that affect people on oh, a daily yeah? basis. A lot of people forget, I mean, a lot, I mean, what's another one? They always forget, uh, what was his name? Uh, I can't think of his name. Now. Well, I mean, there's, uh, what was the, what was the uh, soundtrack to Ray Parker Jr.? You know, everybody forgets him, but he's from Detroit. And then, uh, there's another one. Uh, there's a one that everybody always forgets. <laughs> I can't remember him now, even I forgot him. Cybotron. He, uh, he was like, oh, yeah, Cybertron. Uh, there's always one hit wonders, man, you know, from here, which is kind of cool. And then there's a lot of bands that people just don't even know about that are just, just awesome, man. Yeah, I used to enjoy meeting the techno guys in Miami from yeah. Detroit. Yeah. Yeah, we shared a hotel together. We were on the same floor. And they yeah. gave me a bunch of their swag. They gave me like shirts and labels and stuff. Oh, yeah. And that was cool, you know, because I yeah. like that the fact that there's a Detroit techno. There's something right. called Detroit techno. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah, that's, uh, well, they got, well, the guys now, they're in, uh, they, they carry the name Detroit Techno Militia. Yeah. They're in Australia. Oh, are they? They sold T Lender. Really? Oh, yeah, right now. They're just, I'm, in fact, that my boiler's over in the hall. Australia. I was trying to get him to hook up over there and see him, but they're actually in Melbourne and he lives in Canberra, uh, Australia. So they couldn't make it. The next time they said he's gonna be looking out and trying to get up there. But yeah, they just they've been down there for the last. I think they've been down there for a week. I think they're doing a tour over there. Woo! Are you telling me that there's a Detroit scene in Australia? Yeah. Oh yeah, they're there right now. Is this is this an is is this an example of exporting Detroit to the world? Oh yeah, man! I mean, this is incredible. Yeah, we do that well. Music, cars, but we actually yeah. put out more music than cars any day. The guy I was thinking of that I couldn't have earlier. Uh, you might remember him. His name is Marshall Crenshaw. He's from Detroit too. Marshall Crenshaw. I mean, but the list goes on and on and on for days, man. I can literally, they, they did this one time. They actually had the Metro Times. Yeah. They put all the people from Detroit that actually had an influence or any type of music, you know, that's kind of recognized whether that, like, there's a lot of local bands, like, um, um, I want to say, is it Nuclear Assault or something like that? I forget who it is. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, there's, there's just different levels of music, you know? Right. Like, Coffee Cats, okay? They're like rockabilly, punk, ska, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But the coffee cats, they're from Detroit. And they were actually based around one of Jack White's first bands, which was uh, the Hoot Nanny Band, what the hell were they called? Uh, Hoover and the Peas. So it's like, you have just like a, just an entourage of different music, and a lot of people don't even know the roots behind it. But that's, 
even more exciting because that adds another two hundred or two hundred bands to the whole mix. Despite all my rage, I'm still just a rat in the cage. You know, with Detroit, you get different genres. Jazz, blues, you know, rock, garage, whatever whatever the hell you want to call it. It usually came from here, you know? Yeah, that's or what, that's the what. teachings. It's like a lot of teachings, like you might have got like Southern blues, but then you had like Detroit blues. And a lot of times the blues ain't really as, as a starting here in Detroit. A lot of people came here to the map. What about Guns N' Roses? Were they big in Detroit? Yeah, they were all right. No? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you know. I like, it's no? I like Guns N' Roses when they first came out. I liked all the bands when they first came out. Usually when they came out with their second album, I didn't like them after that. So, except for the MC5, they always had good albums. Iggy <laughs> Pop's good too I like Iggy Pop Because he always changes So He's always got something Different going on And he'll put out A lot of albums So if you hate one of them You'll love all the other ten <laughs> <laughs> That's the way it is with Iggy yeah, and then I heard that I heard that uh, Richie Houghton used to sneak over from Winnipeg, Canada, sneak over yeah. to Detroit because he heard somebody known as Juan Atkins uh, oh, yeah. or Jeff Mills was playing, so he wanted oh, yeah. to hear the sound. Yeah, he sneaked over from Windsor, though. That's the, that's our suburb. That's South Detroit, by the way. Oh, Windsor. That's yeah. a little joke. People don't know that. It's like, <laughs> you hear that song from Journey when they say South Detroit? Well, there's no South Detroit. There's Southwest Detroit. It's kind of where I'm at. Oh, yeah, born and raised in South Detroit. Took the midnight. Yeah, actually, that's one of the conspiracies nobody knows about. But it's true. That's South Detroit is Canada. Oh. Yeah, because you actually know. Okay. So, yeah, so South Detroit is actually Windsor, Canada. So, yeah, actually, Richie Orton came from South Detroit over to Detroit to find out about Juan Atkins, Jeff Mills. You know, I mean, there's, I mean, the list of DJs goes on for another 200. I mean, that's the whole thing. It's like you just hear about those DJs. Like you hear about Kevin Saunderson, but I mean, right. you'll hear about like Eminem, but you'll never hear about Jay Dillo. You know, and right. you'll never hear about Esham, and you might hear the Insane Clown Posse, but you might not hear of like, uh, you know, the Boondock Saints or whoever they want to be. You know, right. I mean, well, it just goes on and on, man. It's, that's I mean, why I think it... I'll give you a case of boy, they don't like it either because they kind of broke off the label, but uh, you had, you've heard of Insane Compost, then you have Twisted, you know, just as big on their own level, level and they, they do some their own level of entrepreneurs. That's great. I mean, they, they do, like, comic festivals, comic book festivals, and they just make big. It's funny, too, because, like, the Insane Compost, we were all about wrestling. They mixed music into it, but then the music became bigger than the wrestling. And they did their own I mean, stuff they in the still beginning, wrestle, right? Like Jay and uh, like Violent J, yeah. they go in the ring and they're, they're wrestlers. That's what they they're, they do wrestling shows. They have wrestling shows at their events. That's what they were wrestlers. The singing stuff took off bigger than the wrestling, so they just stayed in the 60s. 
singing gig, and now they just do wrestling every so often. They still wrestle. They actually, like, you have. And I'll give you another Jack White still plays baseball, and he's really good at it. I've been seeing a reel. I've been seeing reels of Detroit comedy lately. And it's hilarious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's thing. I could yeah, really good. Yeah. No, no, seriously. Yeah, like a guy in a mini cart. You know, you know, you know, like the Mario Kart. This guy's driving a mini cart in the street in Detroit. <laughs> Anyways, that's on my reel now. You know, but anyways, it's cool to see that, you know, you know, because there's a definite, you know, uh, you know, there's definite kind of freedom, you know, there's a definite swagger to Detroit, you know, and uh, survival, you know, you know, if I want to visit a dystopian city, and I want to visit all the sites of RoboCop. I want to do that. No, you know what we got to do? No, you know what we got to do? When I do come out, we should do a video where you follow Dr. Absolito around and we go to the sites for RoboCop. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. You do a split screen. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. You do a split screen. Yeah. Oh yeah. People want to see. Party. My party is really good. Like, uh, my friend from France, he always comes in. He's oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that and guy. He knows, like he knows, like everywhere that Eminem has been, shooting these videos. Shit, I don't even know where this is. Like, go over here, go over there. Yeah. Like, what's up with this? All right, like, now. Yo, that's great. That's funny. French. Yeah, what do the French think about French fries? Like, is it? Like, if you were to give a French, a French fry from McDonald's and say this is American, what would they yeah. say? Would they say? They don't have that stuff. No, they don't. He gets all tired. He gets all charged up when he gets here because they got all the fast food. <laughs> like, they're, they're right around France. Not kidding. This. I don't want this to my system. <laughs> oh, dude, he's all up there. He's like, he's got everything here. Taco Bell, Arby. He loves Arby's. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, my God. Yeah, everyone's like, burger. Oh, my God. Wee, wee. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Top Hat. Yeah. Yeah. He loves it, man. 
Oh wow, man, the French he hilarious. He can't get milk. He wants to move to Detroit. That's his entire goal. He That's can't hilarious. Well, that's the amazing thing. Like I said, when I, you know, just meet with people from all over the world throughout the years, you know. Yeah. And, uh, their fascination with Detroit now and just, and how it affects them in their country and why it did. You know, like, like I said, there's a there's a movie around Rodriguez Six though. Sadly, we just buried him this year. But uh, really? nobody really knows the guy unless you know the guy. You definitely know the, know the guy in the '80s unless you happen to know the guy because basically he was homeless in a sense. But he was still one hell of a musician, and his music affected South Africa so much it was basically their theme song to South Africa. Sugar Man was their like theme song, and I mean literally played the song and people were crying and everything over it, you know. And Australia the same way, they absolutely loved them, you know. We never got it. He was like, I guess an alternative version of Bob Dylan, and they just never really signed him or got behind him. That's how they got. But it was just like. And years later, they did the movie, and they turned out that this guy that they thought was dead was alive. <laughs> so they put him back on tour, made a bunch of money for the company, and him. No, seriously, you know what I want to do? I want to, even if it's just a fantasy, is to go around and record different areas of RoboCop in Detroit. Whatever you want to, man. And we'll do a behind-the-scenes, you know, and. Uh, you know, maybe Absolutely. maybe even tie in with the RoboCop statue oh, controversy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. you, know, you know, tie it in like that. We should do that. Yeah, I'm serious. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't even know where it happened. Like they'll talk about it every couple of years. Yeah. Yeah, where they're gonna put it? They're gonna stick it in Eastern Market like a couple of years ago. They're like, no way. So they're just like, I don't know. It's so funny though. It's, it's hilarious. No, seriously. You know, like, even your building. You know, if you can get permission to install it, we can contact the artist and have it installed and then yeah. record it when it comes in. Yeah. You know, um, it is a beauty of a piece. Bro, it is a masterpiece. Oh, yeah. I mean, this this I is a masterpiece of a film. People talk shit about second and third, but you know what? They're also masterpieces. Yeah, I'll have to check them out. You know. man. I'll do a robot. I gotta do a RoboCop day. They even built. They even built. Yeah, they built yeah, a miniature RoboCop scale of future Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> they did a, a miniature scale of de the future of Detroit. Yeah. That they were gonna rebuild into a utopia. They oh, were gonna yeah. they were gonna rebuild it. Anyways, they made a miniature little city. Okay. And uh, you know, you could weave into that storyline, you know, with artificial yeah. intelligence or whatever. Yeah. You know. Yeah, man, um, like I said, there's stories and stories and stories, man. Motown alone, I mean there's a lot of people on Motown that people didn't even know about, you know. I mean there's like you know, you know, here's, I'll give you one that a lot of people don't know this. A couple of people that were on Motown that people don't know about. Bruce Willis oh, yeah? was on Motown. And uh, Tommy Chong. Oh. Yeah, Tommy Chong was on Motown back in the day. He was uh, he was some kind of like doo-wop, like, you know, like uh, the original like cats that were just, I don't know what Motown like, but it didn't go too far. I forget what the hell they were called, though. You'll have to look it up. Tommy Chong on Motown and it would come up his name or something. Oh, okay. And it was it was funny because they made fun of themselves with oh. their own derogatory names. <laughs> so it was kind of funny, but uh, you always have to find that one on your own because people probably shut us down and get shut down enough on the 
man behind the machine. So yeah, yeah, I like that. Like, you got to change your name. And then they, I think it was like the Bell Tones or something like that. It was like, and uh, oh yeah, Tommy Chalmers on Motown. So when he was in town, he always goofed with him. We asked him, like, hey, remember when you played for Motown? He's like, yeah. So he's got roots here in Detroit. Didn't so they, were, didn't they preserve the Motown's? Didn't they preserve the Motown Studios? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. still there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And in fact, they built around it. I'm kind of bummed because the, the Motown itself now, it used to be nice because it was all grass on the front lawn. You just come out and you chill out and stuff like that. Yeah. But now they have made it all like a concrete jungle. And now they own all the houses on the block. So finally, after all these years, they decided they're going to do some Motown concerts. I'm like, dude, but everybody's dead except for Bruce Willis and he's half in the grave. Boys to men, maybe. So it's a historical landmark. Oh, big time. Man. You know, sitting right up the street from where oh. my building is, where I work. Oh, oh. Okay. Yeah, like two miles away. Yeah. I go up there, it's right there, man. They totally rebuilt the area. They want to put some big theater. I'm like, dude, why don't you do this stuff in the 70s? We're going to save Motown, literally. So yeah, if you if you follow Dr. Absolito around and record, are you going to come as VJ Strokenfold or somebody else? What's that again? Are you going to come as VJ Strokenfold or somebody well, else? Know, man, whatever people want to pay me for. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know me. I'll yeah. figure it out. No, but do you okay. only come out as VJ Strokenfold for certain things? Oh, like, yeah, what, is the, <laughs> what is the... What, what is the prerequisite to put the makeup on? Uh, I don't know. Usually uh, liquor and women. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I've been thinking about lately? Yeah, I know. You know what's crazy? I you know what I'm thinking about shows. doing? Yeah, I usually host stuff because like yeah. nobody can host it like that. My new happens to be. You know what I've been thinking about doing lately? Yeah. I want to get in the. I'll come out and do the shit. I'll be more uh, happy to do it anytime you want. If you come to Detroit, I'll absolutely walk around whichever way you want. Okay. All right. But okay. like this one cat, he wanted me to. Uh, I'm, I'm producing a new show, and he wants me to be the host. You know, and I'm just like, yeah, I'd rather just produce the show right now. And he got right. all salty. He's like, oh, why not? I'm like, because, man, it's a lot of work, bro. I right. got to, it's like, I'd, right. I'd rather just do behind the scenes. Now, maybe down the road, if you want me to come as a special guest, I'll come in and do some stuff like that. But, I mean, and that's kind of where I'm at. I mean, basically on occasions, like, when people do the gig for that, you know, that's my, that's my boy. Like, they're like family, going forever. You know, so I'll do it. Time, it's like if I'm getting booked, that's the way it works. I'll do it, but I'm <laughs> <laughs> You know, yeah, Doc Johnsolito is very interested in Detroit. You know, yeah, I would pro yeah, he would probably wear a white, he would wear, he would wear a white lab coat. And, and, and you thought you came in on a time machine from 1982. Yeah, you fit right in. You know? <laughs> I still definitely that'd be cool, man. They love me, man. Like I said, we'll go to the good spots. Yeah, good. Awesome. Everything's changed up now. Nobody knows what's going on. So yeah. Like, Commodore the next generation. Yeah. Yeah. I am Commodore the next generation. Red versus... Yeah. October, man, is a good time. In the new quarter. That's awesome. Everybody's saying in Minnesota last week, or what was... Now, all of a sudden, you're into them. Yeah. Yeah. Red versus blue. You know what I've been yeah. thinking about lately? I'm thinking yeah. about getting in the cable television business. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, man, look the West Kid. You know, look, I don't know. Is, is extra 
terrestrial, is extraterrestrial, wait, or sorry, is terrestrial television dead, and what is the future? Oh, man, it's dead, dude, it's gone, I mean, they're already turning, it's already there, man, it's like between the, you know, digital Netflix bringing everything to the TV, and, I mean, you think, I mean, what do you really have? I mean, it's like 2, 7, and 4, that was the originals, 50, 56, 62, you know, if you were lucky, and then, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, look where we've come, now it's all just digital, now it's so funny, because they're saying with the movies, they don't even send people out to the movies anymore, they it is like Beverly Hills Cop 4 or the hell is that now they're not even taking you to the movie theater man they're keeping you at home charging oh. you 20 bucks because they know they can get it wow yeah crazy yeah, yeah. So, I'll tell you who did this really well was Jerry Springer because what he did is he took the show he used to rent the studio and have to you know hire everybody so what he did was he got his own studio he started producing his own shows and then there you go. So it was easier to do it that way. Then he saw it on satellite. He, he got a better better money from it. And just do one-off one shows. So. Yeah. Oh, by the way, my remote control has buttons on it. You know, I was thinking oh, yeah. yesterday when I was looking at it, I saw there was a, there's a Netflix and there's an Amazon Prime button on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm thinking I wanted to ask Detroit this. What yeah. does it mean when... Something on the internet gets on your remote control. Convenience. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. I can buy more stuff from Jeff Bezos. That's what that means. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, the Simply fact put. that we used to have dials on the remote control to press yeah. the television. Yeah. yeah. And now yeah. there's a button for an app. That's it. Like right. I was talking to my friend right across the room here, they have an attention span of a gnat. Work for it. <laughs> Build it their way. They will come. Yeah, pressing buttons is the easiest way. Typing into the internet, you know, what's already good history is the best way. Voice control. Yeah, voice control. I never thought, yeah. I never thought in yeah. my wildest dreams in 1982, yeah. Commodore yeah, the yeah. Next Generation, that yeah. I would be talking into a remote yeah. and opening the channel. Yeah. Right? Exactly. This was Star Trek, bro. Yeah. I actually, when I started, before I did uh, ATV, uh, I actually did the alternative shopping show because I'm like, why are all these people buying all this jewelry? I'm like, the jewelry, you know, the, the home shopping club, what the hell they had out there. I'm like, they got to do something cooler, you know? And what is now the implementation of your remote control button going to Amazon and watching the shopping show and pressing the button and sending it to your doorstep? Uh, we actually thought about that with the uh, with the cable TV show, like people being able to um, buy it right from the TV channel or off the, off the TV. So that you, was well, you know what, Mister Man picked up the other day at the library. I was so proud of him. He yeah. picked up the original DVD of uh, Scooby Doo, oh, yeah. all the old cartoons, the original oh, yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah, he picked that up, and then I found. Uh, Gem and the holograms. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so all the old footage, and yeah. this way it's in high format, and I can watch it on 4K. It looks great. Yeah. It yeah. looks great, bro. Yeah. You know, so keep your DVDs in your physical oh, media. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. You know? Oh yeah. I mean, I'm not even pumping out nothing anymore. Seven twenty. 
Yeah, they talked years ago about the subscription model. They talked about it years ago when yeah, oh, no yeah. one would own anything, you know? You yeah. won't own your well, software. Yeah, actually, I'm really into that, and I understand why. <laughs> so, we can get into two hours of debate on that, why they want to make everybody rent. But that's another discussion in itself. But yeah, man, I mean, it comes to music, movies, and just, you know. I mean, a lot of people forget a lot of stuff was from here, man. They had, the CBS studio was here in Detroit. So they had radio, radio TV, whatever you want to call it. You'd go and listen to the radio. And they would explain it to you like it was TV. Right. And eventually they had TV and they had a lot of shows coming here. Like Soupy Sales was really big, you know. He started a lot of TV on, you know, uh, children's programming and stuff like that. You know, it was until really, I mean, it was really the mainstay of like a lot of stuff that Hollywood ended up getting later on. They created Hollywood. Nobody's from Hollywood. Everybody's moved to Hollywood. Right. You know? And then obviously some people were there, but not many. You know, everybody moved there to be a star. Well, remember the effect of the VHS when it came out and you could play stuff and record it? But yeah, you oh, had yeah. your own tapes. Yeah. See, that's the thing. They sold it to you, and yeah. you're like, wow, now I can watch The Love Boat and record it because I'm going to eat, yeah. you know, uh, veal parmesan at my, uh, my Aunt Zia's house. Yeah. You know, so yeah. um, you yeah, can okay. use it, you know, and we had that. Where you can yeah. own your own tapes and record over them. Oh yeah. What's that? You know now that that, that kids these days don't know that. They know with the phone. No, exactly. Right. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, this is the, obviously. I, I, this, I, dude, boy, this was gold back in the nineties. I have a uh, cassette uh, tape player, and on the other side, I can record cassette tapes. So yeah. if you had one of those, man, you were one lucky individual because you were banging out tapes mixtapes and you know so yeah I mean obviously this is something this is from our time but it's like yeah yeah, yeah whatever I know that yeah. I've experienced it but it's a foreign concept now with media being oh, killed yeah. off oh yeah well that's what I'm saying when he when uh, Bill Hurd Bill Hurd right yeah right. Bill Hurd yeah yeah, when he was talking about it earlier, thank you for preserving history. That people aren't going to know nothing about. They don't understand. Like, hey, man, this is where it came. I mean, that's with music too. I mean, there's so many his historical roots in Detroit that nobody even really knows about the history of music in Detroit. I mean, they know Motown, and they really don't even know about Motown. Motown, really, a lot of people don't even know that Motown wouldn't even exist if it wasn't for backing band of Motown. Right. You know, if they didn't have the backing band, you wouldn't have Motown. You just, it was, it was, it was a bunch of singers. They didn't play any instruments. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, like, it's like that when America's Got Talent, you know, and it's coming out there. They're singing it, but there's somebody behind them playing the music. You know, and that was the Funk Brothers, man. That was, that was the band. That I, you know what? I'm going to take you up on putting a video together because I should send you some of my AI music. Yeah. You know, and put it yeah. together with some video because the filter, oh, yeah, the man. filters won't know what to think of this. Yeah. You know. I like to try to even learn some technology on it, just have some fun with it. Yeah. But see, I've already got a lot of stuff I can. You know, I'm already ahead of the curve when I was doing the crazy visuals back in the day. 
and now they're just doing AI technology and they're inventing it for you. Yeah. So, but you know, I mean, it's just, it's gonna, like I, like I said, I'm not ever downing technology because that's what I'm around and it's always gotta move forward. But like I said, you always got some guy with the hyper, hyper, hyper button, you know, it's like he's gonna pull off the world or somebody's gonna get all, other robots are gonna go crazy. <laughs> you know? Right. So, yeah. But, I mean, that's going to happen, man. I mean, literally, they've already had people getting attacked. Robots. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's a sign, man. You should have been listening to the Terminator, man. He was giving you the sign. Now the dogs are attacking you. Oh, <laughs> like, shut down the system, man. That's what happened with RoboCop. That's what happened. When they brought in Ed 209 in the boardroom. Yeah. Yeah. The 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 in the RoboCop scene with Ed 209 in the boardroom, they asked for a board member to uh, volunteer um, to uh, do a, 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 a armed robbery. So he gives them the gun, and then Ed 209 comes in and starts firing at him, and the guy's trying to rip out the mo- motherboard. Yeah. And then the guy said to the CEO, it's a glitch. Yeah, it's and the a guy glitch. just died. <laughs> the guy just died in RoboCop. And he goes, you call this a glitch? <laughs> That's right, man. <laughs> so. And then yeah, the sure. other guy says, we've got something stronger. His name's RoboCop. Yeah. He's like, can yeah. you have it done in nine months? Yes. Right. Okay. Right. Well, there you, like I said, man, it's... Uh, Quite interesting, you know. I mean, and like I said, it's just, it's interesting like how technology kind of went. Because yeah. man, we were right there in the curve. I mean, you couldn't have been more in the curve. Literally. Total recall I mean, blade we runner. From, I went. I watched. We go from tape, you know, what we used to call big tape, three quarter inch tape, yeah. and uh, down to super VHS, which made it more convenient and it's better than VHS. And then you get down to you know, eight, eight, high eight tapes. Mm-hmm. In the HDV, you know, and then you have the from tape into non-linear editing, you know, which the toaster was the original. Besides Advent, I don't think Advent had anything because they never used the stuff like the toaster had. And toaster was great, you know. But then you had uh, Macintosh basically came along, got along with the way it you know. They still make good games. You know? Yeah, but you really fell with the Amiga. Commodore, the next generation. You well, yeah. Well, you, yeah, but you really felt like these people were listening to you. Oh yeah. You worked with the Commodore and the Amiga because you're an artist. Your video, your music, your gaming, and and these people knew that they've got tools that you can use. Yeah. To be a filmmaker, to be a songwriter, to be an author, to be a programmer. Like etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Program alone, it got you at least in the depths of like not only um, uh, different, you know, with graphics and stuff like that, which made it great. Uh, wipes, you know, stuff like that. Transitions, or wipes were uh, transitions, and then they had like Lumina, luminance, and stuff like that, yeah. and uh, lightweight, which got you into uh, basic building of you know different niches. My buddy and I helped him a little bit on it. Was he was building the Sega games? About the Amiga uh, with Lightweight at the time. Oh, really? So, oh, yeah. Yeah, we used to, that's where they used to uh, base them around. They, they used to do the uh, Sega games, those big dinosaurs down there at the uh, Michigan Mile. Yeah. 
pools down there. So I used to build them on my way. Now it's interesting because, like I said, you go and you build like one dinosaur or whatever it was. You wait like two days for the thing to render. <laughs> <laughs> then you go back and then something be out of quack, you know, and you have to go back and do it again. Oh, dude, the hell. It was crazy. I mean, nowadays it's like, now you just put skin on the dinosaur and call it a day. <laughs> you know, throw it in front of a couple, you know, different green screen backgrounds. And, I ain't got a video for TikTok. That's amazing. Oh, yeah, dude. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, literally. I mean, I remember them doing those sites. Those Sega dinosaurs, you remember? They had those. They were like, uh, whatever it was. It was like the Star Wars thing with the guns on the side. Yeah. And then, uh, he'd make those. And he'd sit there and I'd just help out if I could because I wasn't too much into it. I was more like 2D animation. You know, I did a lot of 2D animation stuff. That was my thing. I did more like along that line. So he did the uh, 3D. I, I couldn't handle it. It's like you gotta build all the stuff and then wrap it and you had to light it. Like you had like different. It was just like, uh, what's the main one now that they, you always talk about that does all that for you? Everybody's into it now. But Hollywood has it. Like Unreal? That, that. What is it? Unreal? Unreal, yeah, exactly. That's yeah. what Lightweight was. It was like Unreal. But literally, it was the supersonic downsized version of it that took forever to render. And literally, you had the opportunity to light it and, you know... You know, literally, you could just be you and Kelly Jean and model you. You could model each other in the oh, software, cool. and you could do your shows. We could. We're like, thinking about doing maybe a show where we're going to switch. Like, we're going to switch. Like, she's going to be me. We're going to AI it. I'll oh, be her. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> she's going to be me in the yeah, we're gonna do something like that. We got some creative stuff coming up, but we're gonna do uh, a theme night where we're gonna have uh, me and hers uh, all in the family. So we're gonna do something oh. as a, a, a tribute to Norman Lear and some of his. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. So we're gonna do some fun stuff. We're gonna start off with me and her singing the song at the beginning because people forget I'm a singer. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, That's well, awesome. Last So we're gonna go, but she's a better singer. So sure, yeah, we're gonna we got a guy who actually knows how to play the song, so he's gonna come out. He's gonna play the song. And we're gonna sing the song. Boys, made the That's hit parade. Yeah. Guys like us, we had it made. Yeah, those were the days. He actually, you know, it was a really interesting thing. If you ever get a chance to see it, there's a Some of Shares uh, episode, and they had uh, Carol O'Connor on. And everybody knows the beginning song to that because he sings the song. But then there's the outro song, which is just as fun. Yeah. Well, he came out and uh, he he made words to that song and he sang it. He oh. actually asked the composer if he could put some words to it, and he actually sang it on the Sunday and Share on the Sunday and Share show. Oh, so really? Yeah, Google that. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty cool song. So. That's cool. Yeah. Normal year. Yeah, I haven't gotten around to the episode. You know. Yeah, he's not from Detroit, though. <laughs> yeah. I don't care about you. A lot of people, people don't know. Lucille Ball's from Detroit area. Yeah, she's from Detroit. A lot of people don't know that. She was in A.G. Long. Tom Selleck, obviously. He's from Detroit. Yes. Yeah, Tom Selleck's from Detroit. Yeah, that's why I always wear that Detroit head cap. This family's from Detroit. My, uh, my grandparents used to, like, be friends with the Selleck's way back in the day. My granddad knew everybody because oh. he drove a bus. Oh, that was cool. the way you traveled. Like back in the day, it was everybody rode the bus. Nobody wants to ride the bus in the car, right? Yeah. yeah. Back in the day, that's how you got around. So he knew everybody. He knew Nick Mantle. He knew like everybody, man. 
jealousy for us. He was telling me one day he's getting all pissed off because uh, that was his name. He called him. His name was Amos Jacobs. Um, his daughter married uh, what the hell was his name? Phil Donahue. But uh, his, his, her dad, I can't remember. He's like in charge of all the children's hospitals. Danny, uh, Danny, something like that. I can't think of his name right now. But that was my granddad knew him as Amos Jacobs. He's like, that's not Danny. Oh, it's Danny Thomas. Marlo Thomas was his daughter. So Danny Thomas, his real name was Amos Jacobs. So every time you see Danny Thomas on TV, he's like, that's not Danny Thomas, that's Amos Jacobs. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the whole thing. Oh, like, all right, cool. You know his name. <laughs> Why don't you get any money off him? Why are you talking about? <laughs> but anyways, but yeah, man, I always loved it. Art too, man. A lot of people don't know. Yeah, we'll have to come back yeah, and do another one. Part two another yeah. time, so yeah, yeah, bro. Thanks for taking time. And um, oh, yeah, man. Um, I don't know if you've checked here. out the new episodes, but yeah, check them out. Send it my way, man. We'll, I'm gonna share them. Just send me the time when you're done with them. I'll make sure to get them out there. Thank you, bro. Happy New Year. Thank you, brother. Happy New Year. Hello to Much, the family, as always. Thank you, too, brother. Love out to Minnesota. And love, uh, love out to Detroit. All right, man. See you, brother. See you, brother. Take care. Absolutely.